<laughs> You're welcome. I had to. I had to. That but worked he, for me. Yeah, I I feel like drinking gin and juice in the hood in my six foe. I mean, that was the uh, GTA San Andreas theme song. Oh, okay. So now we're gonna get a copyright strike. No, no, nah, they don't enforce it. <laughs> no, no, it'll be fine. They don't because if they did, everyone that streams GTA San Andreas would get their stream taken down. It's That's legal on a state level, but not a federal level, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Fair enough. So if you're listening to this across Colorado state lines, the feds are coming. So there they are. <laughs> I see a van outside. <laughs> oh, I was brushing the cat. I don't know if it was brushing the cat or changing my HVAC filter a year later. Uh, today, but something has my sinuses all tore up. So sinus issues. I just sinus got a COVID issues. test today. I'm getting a little something. You've you've had a lot of COVID tests recently. It seems like. Well, I don't want to go, you know, on vacation and have COVID. Fair enough. Where are you, you going know, on vacation? I am going very far away. I doubt that. Where are you going? <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt that. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're not doing that. Tell me where you're going. Where are you going? <laughs> Is it going to involve the yellow brick road, some uh, little people, and uh, maybe a uh, lion, a tin man, some flying monkeys? Doug, Doug, stop. I can only get so erect. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Mountain Dew Livewire is good. Code Red's good. The new Coca-Cola Code Red experiments good. are good. Code Red was good. I liked Code Red. And I liked yeah. Aha Blast, too. The uh, KFC Mountain Dew is good. The, uh, that KFC, the peach. I don't, know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, like a peach uh, flavor that's really good. For those of you that are wondering, no, you didn't really miss anything. We were just discussing this before we hit record. So um, all the different flavors that Mountain Dew has and... Adam got very uh, animated. Uh, I didn't mean to click it again. Worried that... (laughs) Just have it play in the background. (laughs) Okay, we're done. Uh, (laughs) Three minutes, 30 seconds, peace, we're out. That's what she said. (laughs) She said, okay, we're done. Yeah. Yeah, I have that. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, same, but damn. (laughs) Really a joke. It's It's like, oh, I got mine. Well, thanks. (laughs) Oh, God, he's crying again. It's funny. No, it's really funny. (laughs) Yes. It's funny. I promise I'm laughing. (laughs) You you were laughing. That's why I asked. uh, What was funny? She took the kids. She took the kids. Well, oh, well. Good for you. I was about to say, are we gonna? Is she, are we gonna lose a pickup truck? Is this gonna turn into a country song? Yeah, my what country career about? is about to get started. All right, I would, I would listen to that. I would listen to you doing country. We should do a. I, I could a, probably do it. We could do one of the country raps like um, Colt Ford. Colt Ford, yeah. The Lax. Uh, 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 who else does that oh. shit? Or you could wax your butthole. It would be about as appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. I mean, country, right. country rap and guess waxed we could, buttholes. Guess we know? could live stream that. So. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to see it. I mean, look, if, I'm looking <laughs> for OnlyFans ideas. If you I'm really want saying. my waxed ass, just let me know. Like when you said, I'm going to wax your ass, I thought you meant you were going to beat me at something like you were going to. Yeah. No, when? no, he's... no I, I meant hot wax and yank your ass hairs yep. out. Weird huh. ass fetish. Oh, speaking of which, I forgot my uh, my nose wax uh, kit came in, so I can uh, I can wax my nose hairs this evening. You ever Perfect. waxed your nose hairs? Nope, I don't hate myself quite that much. Well, see, here's the thing. I as I get older, you know, we've talked about that before. About you know, you hit your thirties and you get your weird ailment. And one of the things I noticed at, at about 40, 
was the the weird like uh, second puberty? I guess I, I don't know. Um, oh, the other hairs from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. I'm getting yeah. shoulder hairs and little back hairs, and I'm not a hairy guy by any means. Um, I'm not like you know Asian smooth happens. or anything, but ears, nose. Oh yeah, oh the ears. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know people, it's, oh you try the, the nose trimmers. The nose trimmers don't work for me, man. It's like putting a weed eater into a fucking rose bush. It's just oh, no, they work for me. Yeah, well, they will at your age. See, they will. The uh, the the hairs get stronger or meaner or something as you get older. <laughs> and they, the hairs get stronger. Yeah, they really do. So now I just wax the fuck out of them. So it's it's very gratifying. And yes, I will put some in my ears sometimes too. Um, and get get all that shit out of there. Cause I can't stand, I cannot stand ear hairs. Like I've been in meetings before and just kind of, you know, your ear itch and you stick your finger in there and you're like, fuck, I'll find a hair. I can't ignore it. I can't leave it alone. Can't do it. <laughs> so then you're, you're sitting there trying to be all like, you know, casual, like, and just get in there and get fucking thing out of your slip and you're like, God damn it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, becoming an old man is a motherfucker. You know, I'm not a, not a fan of it. Not a fan. Not a fan. Of old man. He's not rapidly rotating. No, I'm not. Not a fan. Oscillating. (laughs) I have been known to oscillate a time or two. Oh, I'm drinking LaCroix. It's the drink of champions. uh, All I know is yanking out your nose hairs. It's like, that just sounds like a form of self-flagellation. That's all well, I'm saying. I mean, I have been known Rip to touch myself while I'm out. doing it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like and get the wax up in there, and I'm like, okay, I've got to get ready to pull it. Here we go. I was about oh, to God. say, do, do do you hang the belt up at the same time? So <laughs> no, nah, man, I ain't, go full uh, torture, autoerotic asphyxiation. I ain't trying to go out like that. That'd be my luck. Y'all would find me fucking. Dick in hand, fucking belly button full of nut and a (laughs) fucking belt around my neck. I just want you guys to know, I just, and I want, I will put this on the record that if I ever, ever came and found either one of you in that situation, I would at least take the belt from around your neck. I mean, as far as the nut in your belly button, that's on you. If it were you, I'm rearranging the crime scene. Yeah, oh, he was on the couch watching TV. No, no, no it's it's going to be one of He'd those. Make things it worse. We're, we're like, no, we're like all the porn would disappear from your house. That's a that's a good plan. That's a good then he plan. would bring a horse in. Like, all, all, all the porn disappears from your house, and um, that what we'll figure out a way to make it look not as bad, but as opposed to masturbating, you were like praying or donating money to kids with cancer. Something. Yeah, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're, 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 we're going we're, we're gonna to have some redeeming shit here somewhere. I understand and appreciate the effort, but I, I don't think you're looking at this from, from a big picture now. I don't know if I want them finding me covered in nut at the computer donating looking, to cancer children. <laughs> looking at cancer children pics. Like maybe well, the belt ain't so bad. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know, we'll 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 get rid of the We're gonna room. clean you up. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate that. We'll, we'll hose you down. Yeah. Oh God, he stinks. <laughs> it, it's gonna be all about minimizing the damage. You know what I'm well, I just want you guys to know I would absolutely do the same. I would probably just take your whole hard drive. Like they'd come in and the hard drive would just be gone. It's just the easiest way to do it. So, because we all know when you say remove porn, we all know where. Take all the magazines gets, out of your room as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, come on. I've, you know, I mean, I remember my, you know, it's funny is that I still remember the first Playboy. It was one of those that had like circulated through school and somebody was just trying to get rid of it you know, and like I wound up with it and it was just the coolest fucking thing ever. Um, yeah, I still remember that. Um, I, read I don't remember articles. that. Yeah. Can't say I went through that. You know, well, no, you, yeah. Porn would have already been online by the time you were. Yeah. The internet had been up for more than a day. So yeah. yes, porn yeah. was online. I will say well, online porn, porn online. used to get paid in the ass. 
Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know oh, I watched, I watched porn on like a strip show. Yeah, it was like a strip show. You click the picture and it would go down. You're like, oh, she's hot. And it'd go down. Like, oh, titties, titties, titties. Oh, titties. And it'd keep going. Then it would like, you know, refresh or reload or something. <laughs> Someone would pick up the phone to make a call. <laughs> I, uh, I think I managed, like, by the time I was old enough to, like, do anything, I think gifts were pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Even on, like, 56K, mm-hmm. you can, like, at least find gifts and stuff. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever had physical porn. Physical wank media? Yeah, it's all, yeah, just all online. Well, I think my, I think my cat knows Adam's online. <laughs> uh, tell her I said what's up. I'll be over there in a second. <laughs> Adam said suck, kitty now. Well, just for the record, uh, Adam, you know, porn back in the day. Some back of in my you- day. Some of it you bought, some of it you just kind of fucking inherited. Oh, yeah, where, you just come across it. It was yeah. a weird ownership change. come across where, porn. Yeah. Where, well, I hope you come away from the porn. If you come across well, it, you're gonna, pages are going to stick together. And sometimes they did. Yeah, sometimes you, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So you didn't really think about it when you were, like, you know, 13 and had a spank mag. You just, like, flipped that page, you know. It's like fuck it. No, that one's never. I'm never gonna see that page again. It's all glued together. Now. <laughs> I went my whole life never knowing what was between those pages. <laughs> it haunts me to this day. I remember uh, for a very short time, like a uh, DVD porn was kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but it was like the internet was already kind of there already. So I don't. It was weird. Like I yeah, had there, found. There was a- some like DVD porn and stuff, but I was like, this all kind of sucks. Well, there was, I remember VHS, there was a VHS tape that went around like the, the fucking VHS tape from the ring. Like, people <laughs> just, you know, they, they watch this on tape. To yeah. <laughs> and then 12 days later, you came out looking like quagmire with, you know, the giant bicep giant. <laughs> yeah. And you're, uh, everyone's parents, you know, kind of figured out what was going on. And so you ditch the tape to somebody else. And I had one, actually, my parents found it and, uh, they fucking called me out to the living room and, uh, they throw it on the fucking coffee table. And I was like, Oh God, I was like 12 years old, dude. I was fucking yeah, yeah. mortified. That's hilarious. My old man's like, maybe we should just pop this in and we should all watch it. And I was like, Oh God. Also, oh, yeah. You weren't very far from West Virginia. No, right. <laughs> Family movie night. Family yeah, movie I was night. telling uh I was telling Doug before you got on, Dan, uh we were talking about uh anal and oral. Uh where you asked me. You well, got you, you know, and Doug I mean, were talking about anal and oral, huh? Well you, me and Doug were talking about anal and oral. I don't remember this. Uh, mm-hmm. it was all of two minutes ago. I don't expect you to recall all the way back then. Yeah, but, that's a good point. But uh, he was asking me if that's how we got down in uh, in the oxycotton capital of the of the world, <laughs> and I told him no, we we don't do anal in West Virginia because you don't turn your back on family. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But the oral is very easy. No teeth. There is that, right? Yes. My uh. Yeah, hold on, I think that's me. That's you. Yeah, so let's all hold on while Dan does his thing. Yeah, just whenever, Dan. Just whenever. You know, it's, we'll wait. It's, I'm I'm sure, you know, way back in the day, David Letterman uh, and Johnny Carson used to just get up in the middle of, of you know, an interview and <laughs> walk the fuck on, away and right be back like, hold on. We could pass. <sighs> Got to uh, drop a hot deuce. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> so what I was going to say was, is that my first ex-wife's mom uh, had false teeth. And you got to understand this family. They were a fucked up family. Her little sister and her older sister both tried to fuck me. And her mom tried to fuck me. And uh, she actually did that. She took her teeth out and was like, I can suck it. You know, and I was just like, because her mom was in no way, shape or form an attractive woman, but a buddy of mine, uh, named Billy 
actually did wind up fucking her at a uh, uh, an abate rally, motorcycle rally. Um, and the next day he was telling me that she took her teeth out, right? And sucked him off without her teeth. And he just kept going on and on about it. And I'm over there like, uh, 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 stop, dude, stop. So yeah, people, uh, people actually do that. So, but we were very close to West Virginia. You know what? I was, I was tracing my lineage back. Right. And most of the like Virginia, West Virginia, uh, like residents, like people that live there now all immigrated from like Britain, which kind of makes sense. Right. As far as the, uh, teeth thing. Well, I was about to say, is the food horrible as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they all have, it's just, you know, British people have notoriously terrible teeth. Yeah, but, you know, the South was the same way. It's really just any rural, er- poor rural area where they don't have great dental care and great family structure to teach them to, you know, brush their fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. this is true. No, 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 Dan, they can't help it. You can't help, but it's all genetics. Yeah, it's like it's and when your family tree is a fault. fucking stick. It it's not their fault it. that they're on, they're on drugs. That they're on drugs, right? It's, it's because of their British ancestry. <laughs> Those Brits knew how to get turned. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> Just gonna stop there. All right, let's go. Have a good. All right, have a good one, guys. Have a great day. <laughs> Little. Well, 17 minutes. That would bother me if it was only 17 minutes. Like, it has to be an even number, at least. 20 yeah, let's get it to 20. So. I'll just play the soundtrack. And play the <laughs> For three and a half minutes and let it <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> I was about to say, if we want some entertainment value, Dan, why don't you break out that nose waxing kit and we'll wait for the screams. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't hurt that bad. You would expect it to, but I think... Because it's not like one hair at a time, it's it's like fucking twenty. Oh, it's pulling uh, on everything. I guess time. yeah, it yeah. just kind of distributes the the funk, and it yeah. doesn't hurt that bad. Because I have pulled like one hair before, and the tears start, you know, and you're like, oh. But yeah, it's not that bad. Um, Did you guys watch yeah, that Alex Jones see... trial? No, no. What was up with that one? Uh, so they're trying him for defamation against the Sandy Hook families because he just ran around saying. You know, it didn't happen, and that all the all the parents were lying. But during the trial, it's like it just kept becoming obvious he doesn't know how a court trial works, and his lawyer also apparently doesn't know. Like his lawyer accidentally sent the prosecution all of Alex Jones's uh, like text messages and stuff. Was it accidental, or was the dude like, "I can't fucking do this anymore"? <laughs> Well, Click. then the then the defense was like, we asked him, you know, if this was privileged information and, you know, if he, you know, if we could use it and they didn't respond in the required 10 days. So here they all are. Yeah. And they were just incriminating. Yeah. That dude's going to write a book in 20 years where he just realized, you know, halfway through, like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's just two prosecutors, basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But anytime think... they would ask him a question, he would be like, well, I mean, they're like, did you say this thing? Like, well, many people say that. And then the reason they said, and they're like, no, 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 Mr. Jones, you can't say many people say that. That's what it's called hearsay. You have to tell us what you said. And Jesus. he just kept trying to do like the Trump playbook thing where he would just ramble on about nothing and they wouldn't let him do it. And he was getting very mad. <laughs> He is such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, completely agreed. I mean, uh, the jury awarded him like four point one million, but they were suing for a hundred and fifty. But while all uh, all of this was bullshit was going on, he was making fifty million bucks a year selling bullshit. Oh yeah, supplements <laughs> and water filters and shit. Oh yeah, and that stuff. I mean, look. Everybody that peddles that stuff, about 50 fucking percent of it's just complete trash. But the things that came out of his mouth are what fucking irritate me. Yeah. Just, it's like, and then they, uh, you know, my, my, and you guys have heard me rant about this, the whole thing about freedom of speech. People are like, I can say whatever I want because freedom of speech. It's like, 
you clearly do not understand what the First Amendment says when and you make it clear that you don't when you say that. Right. And we may have talked about this before. First Amendment basically says that you can't be your government basically can't throw you in a dark fucking hole because of shit you say. Yeah, you can't get in trouble from the federal government for saying anything. Right. Which but, is the case all the time. The federal government never no, exactly. comes after anyone for saying anything. No. Private when parties you, come after each other for saying things. Case in point. Uh, not entirely true. Because, uh, the, you know, free speech is... Uh, the, the, the First Amendment is designed to protect against political speech. But, uh, as far as from the federal government perspective... If you say, uh, if if you just just decide to get on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever else, and you say, right. "I do not like the current president, and I am going to kill them," that's a little different. That's not that- freedom of speech. That's a threat. Yeah, that's assault. Well, yeah, you're making yeah. a threat at that point, and a that's threat not is freedom actually of counts speech as anymore. assault most it's, of the time. Yeah, it's it's still speech. Yeah, but but, it, but it's not. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's the but. I mean, that's like saying that, okay, I can go murder someone because, you know, I have freedom uh, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it made me unhappy to kill Adam. (laughs) Then you could say you were exercising your second amendment rights, but (laughs) you still still face consequences for that. Right. So you cannot say just anything. No, but you have the ability to, you still have freedom of speech. And, I'm all about freedom of speech and I'm all about people saying whatever the fuck they want. But I also, I'm not, I also believe that you are going to take whatever responsibility and accountability for the words that you say, you can say whatever you want. I don't care. But I also believe that if a, if a company says, I don't want to serve anyone who's brunette. Okay. Don't, I'm not going to force you. I'm also not going to patronize your business. And I promise you a lot of other people aren't. I'm I'm not going to set rules. I don't think that people that we should set rules and regulations on people's behavior like in that aspect. But you better fucking believe that I'm all about holding people accountable. For I really like freedom of speech because mm-hmm. I like freedom of speech because like, uh, if like for instance, like you take it to the extreme where like everyone can only say five phrases and like that's all they could say, mm-hmm. you would never know who the dipshits are. <laughs> you would never know who the fucking morons are, who the people that you like and dislike are. Well, and you know that was one of the things I said when Trump was elected. Um, and I want to clarify, I'm not a Biden fan. I'm really not a fan of either party. Um, I think. They're all fucking morons. I just love it when I say something against Trump. Oh, you're fucking Biden. Fucking Biden. And then if I say something bad about Biden, oh, you're fucking point of said Trump stick. It's like, see, that is a perfect example of what when the you can't wrong. defend somebody. So you have to attack someone else. There's a problem there. That's exactly. And but when Trump was when all that was going down, that gave a certain type of person the idea that they could say and do whatever the fuck they wanted. And I, for one, appreciated that because I learned a lot about people that I had known for a while and did not realize certain things about them. Um, You guys remember when I had the big long beard, right? I'd wear the leathers and I'd ride the motorcycle and I'd go places and people would just walk up to me and say things, dude. People would just walk up to me and fucking say things that they, they had never said to me before. And I would just stand there in awe. <laughs> like I couldn't really retaliate or, or tell them they're a fucking moron because it was them and 10 of their friends all yeah, standing you're surrounded at, by staring at me. Right. So I'd just be like, huh. And I'd take a drink of my fucking whiskey and walk away. <laughs> like that's all I could do. Um, but it definitely brought out the, uh, the fucking morons. And it, it made me realize that uh, there were some folks out there. I didn't realize exactly where they, where they stood. Um, and I saw something the other day on online. It was an ad for this uh, Democrat here in Colorado. And the back of his bus, it was called the beat 
Beat Bobert Bus, right? Oh, that had to be the dude that made the the shit commercial. That had to be him. It might have been. I know what you're talking about, and it might have been. And right there, immediately, I don't like the guy, right? And people say, why? And they're like, Bobert's an idiot. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree in any way, shape, or form. And, and you, the three of us have talked about this. But when your platform, when the only thing that you can stand on is that the other guy sucks, you've got nothing, in my opinion. So yeah. if your whole fucking platform is beat Bobert, you got nothing. What are you going to do after you win? <laughs> <laughs> you might be just as shitty as she is for all I know. That would be so fucking hard. <laughs> but still, you know, her and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, that bitch, like, wow. She she blows my mind more and more every goddamn day. Um, but they're, they're living in their own fantasy land, man. And that's that's kind of what I have a problem with when people make up their own reality and expect everyone else to live in it. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's happening more and more. And I was reading this article about politics and they were talking about how, when you see this divisiveness, like when, it, when, when the extremes, when the parties are going super extreme in the opposite directions, they were, they listed several civilizations over the last like fucking 10,000, 5,000 years that had fallen Rome being one of them. And they talked about how that is typically a precursor to it when the middle disappears and the right and the left get further and further away from each other, polarized away from each other. And this guy was basically saying, you know, we're seeing it in the U S now and other countries as well, but he was kind of focused on the U S and it was just, it was a really interesting take on it. I had, you know, I didn't know that about these other civilizations, but it, it makes sense when I can't, I can't have conversations with people about politics anymore. You, you can't do it because if they don't agree with you wholeheartedly and completely, they lose their fucking minds. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> I'm like, we've fuck, lost okay. the nuance. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> there is no nuance anymore. The disturbing thing about that to me is it seems like we have forgotten all the lessons that the world learned during World War II. Dude, people don't even remember World War II. Like, I know that's, that's really hard to fucking believe, but I was watching a. I definitely don't remember it. Huh? I definitely yeah, don't remember it. None of us you know do. what I mean. Like the, the, <laughs> there are people that don't understand anything about it. Like they knew it happened and that's zip, that's it. Zip. Um, they were they walking. Probably know some the, Jews got murdered and that was bad. But they don't even, some of them don't even know, they don't even know that. Like they just know there was a war, but they know nothing about the details of it. And that's almost impossible for like you and me to comprehend, right? But they were doing this thing. They like, um, I don't remember if they went to a school or what, but they were talking to kids about World War II and none of them had a fucking clue. And so they went to like a college and a very small percentage of them knew. And this is a fucking college, man. Like, you know, like higher education yeah. and shit. Well, and the thing that people scares knew that me. Hitler existed and that was it. Yeah, the thing that scares me the most about that is, Dan, you're, uh, our generation. Um, our grand, you know, for the most part, our grandparents would have fought in World, yeah, War, World II. War II. Sure, yeah. So we still had some connection to that. Mm -hmm. and generational the thing that blows thing. my mind is how so many Gen Xers are just buying into propaganda, regardless mm -hmm. of who it comes from just left and right and they're just eating it up and it's obviously tailored to push a certain viewpoint and it's 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 insane how many oh, and, people are swallowing it. and here's why i think that happens i think because we're getting to that age where to some degree we'll call it becoming obsolete right um we're we're not into the trends anymore the 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 music and the culture is moving past us it's not made for us anymore 
and we start to feel scared and disenfranchised from what's happening. And we're getting to that age of back in my day, right? And I know, I know that doesn't necessarily stand for like me and you, for instance. Um, but I, I'm saying that as a generalized whole, that we're getting to that back in my day and you yearn for, you, you're yearning for something. And a lot of this propaganda seemingly promises to get back to that, right? When we were the Cold War and we were the world power and there was this very clear line that, you know, America good, Russia bad, you know, that kind of thing. I think, and again, this comes from getting older is that whole, you know, life was simpler back in my day. And it was when I was 10 years old, life was pretty fucking simple. Um, and what's funny though, is a hundred years from now, right? Several generations will be like back in my day when we actually left our, you know, protein pod, um, life was <laughs> when we logged out of VR once in a while. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it, I think it's a, it's a psychology thing. It's, um, it's that we're, the generation that is getting older out of touch. We don't understand kids these days. We don't understand, you know, the new fads and the new trends and things like that. And again, like I said, we're, you and That's I are been happening bit. perpetually since the beginning of time. Absolutely. It has. Absolutely. And if you, if you go back and you look at the propaganda and the, and the whole, that kind of thing, it always tends to target, I think that generation, that generation that's sort of obsolete and, and sunsetting <laughs> a little bit. And I know that's hard to hear. I'm 40, I'll be 47 next month, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, I think after about 30, you kind of, you're, you're getting a little bit, le- you, you start that you're, you're, if it was a race at, at 30, that's when you past 30 is when you're, you start to fall behind a little bit, you know, and then you get to a certain age. We're like, eh, you guys go on. I'll be there when I get there. Um, I think, but again, like I said, I think some of us are different. I, I will probably stay up on pop culture and trends and things like that most of my life. And I know, I know guys that are in their seventies that can fucking rock Python and Java and, you know, but that's not the norm, right? Um, most 70 year olds can barely use a computer or a phone. Um, but some people like me, I just, I dig technology. So I stay up on it. And then that kind of keeps me, um, kind of keeps me up to date with what's going on. But I think that's, I personally think that's why, um, and I think it's always targeted at that group. And then if you look too, I yeah, think that's the, technical, not social. But it, I think I think nowadays that's it's kind of one and the same, you know, because social and pop culture now is fed through technology. You know, it used to just you had a TV in your house or a radio. And if you knew how to turn it on and turn it to a dial, you know what I mean? Like that, that you'd get media into your house and there was much, much less of it, maybe a newspaper too. Um, but nowadays there's, you know, social media and YouTube and fucking streaming channels and there's so much out there. So I think to stay somewhat relevant and up to date with things, technology plays a much bigger role in that than it did, you know, 30, 40 years ago when we was, chitlins when we was little chitlins so um and a lot of that propaganda is pushed towards rural areas and you know all three of us are from rural areas so i feel like it's okay for me to say that the majority of those folks are not exactly worldly no i mean wait hang on my like my family wasn't like uh king and queen and like we didn't live in a castle like what are you talking about <sighs> okay but just never takes the high road does he he just never it's impossible for him but you know it's it it's it's a lot easier to feed bullshit to a group of people who are more isolated from society absolutely and that's we've had this discussion before about look at a red map, blue map, mm-hmm. and you'll see blue in cities, and then the rest of the state will be 
fucking red mm-hmm. and like 75% of the population will live in around whatever the cities. And that's how you have, you know, places like California where population density, where it's high, you tend to have a lot of democratic areas and you've got people that are getting exposed to different religions, different races, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. And it's a lot harder to get them to believe that certain groups of people are the boogeymen, you know, right. think, just inherently bad because, because they exist. Of these people, right. you know, and, right. and, and it's easy to have, you know, point at something and say, Oh, that's the reason why everything sucks. That's the bad guy. These mm-hmm. are the bad people. Mm-hmm. They have the bad ideas, the whole nine yards. But, you know, if you get in a metropolitan area, a lot of the, the, you know, the, the, the veil of bullshit kind of gets peeled back a little bit. And, you know, for me, that was, I grew up making racial jokes, racial, racial slurs. Um, you know, that was just kind of par for the course and I didn't think much of it. Um, and then as I'm, I'm moving to Columbus, Ohio was huge for me because we lived like a block off of campus and, you know, I was in bands. So, we played a lot of bars and a lot of clubs and I met a ton of fucking college students that way. Ton of fucking people my age. Right. And they were from all over the world, all over the United States. And so I met Muslims and I met Buddhists and I met black people, red people, brown people, whatever, you know? And then uh, I, I know I've told you guys this story of when I moved, we moved down to Alabama and I was in the store and I was standing there kind of spaced out. My ex-wife's like, hey, you all right? And just out of, you know, I just blurted out because I'm me. I was like, yeah, yeah, there's there's just so many black people down here. <laughs> and she's like, hey, hey, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 not like that. Just like because it and, and I think those areas still census data wise are probably predominantly white. But there is a larger concentration of black people in the South for reasons I think most anyone listening to this would understand. Um, and that was new to me because I, I just had never seen that concentration, you know, when I worked um, in the field and I would go into our tech room and I'd sit down, I might be one of three white guys amongst 40 black guys. And, you know, and you just, the funny thing about the South is everybody talks about racism in the South. And I can assure you that racism in the North was just as fucking potent, pertinent and there, right? Maybe more so. Because the one thing that I noticed in the South when I lived there, maybe not my generation, certainly not the generation before me, I could tell you some fucking stories, but the teenagers when I was there, it's like 2010-ish, the teenagers, like black, white, everybody just hung out. Like you didn't see the racism like people think of in the South with the younger generations. And my personal opinion is because They've just grown up together. They've gone to high school together. They've played football together. They've just been around each other. Now how their parents feel or how their grandparents or great grandparents feel, that's a different story. Because like I said, I I heard and saw some incredible things, but it wasn't any different than the shit that I I listened to or saw in, in when I lived in Northeast Ohio, you know? So I I think the South kind of gets a bad rap. Well, it's migrated. Well, sure. Right. It's, it's changed. What you see in the South now is, you know, and this may be the case in other places as well, where politics has taken the stand in for racism. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. To to where, you know, if, uh, you know, he may be a different, you know, this person may be a different color, but as long as he's playing for the same team that I am, he's okay. As long as he's still going to vote for me. Yeah, if they're if they're playing for the other team, they're one of the bad ones. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and, and again, I remember when you know Muslims were the 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 boogeyman for a long time, and I I know a few personally, and uh, honestly, I I would trust them just as much as I would anybody else. Um, they especially if they're devout, because they have a lot of rules in their religion about being good people, just like Christians are supposed to be. Um, and I, I used to tell people, man, I used to get into arguments over this 
because they'd say, no, no, all Muslims want to fucking kill white people. And I'm like, no, no, they really don't. <laughs> like, that's, that's really not their thing. Um, that's not what they're supposed to do. And I would compare the, like the jihadists, you know, blowing up building Muslims to the Westboro Baptist church. And I'd say, okay, well, if that's okay, you're a Christian, right? Hell yeah, I am. Jesus, love Jesus, love him to death. And I'd say, okay, but based on the Westboro Baptist church, you know, no, that's different. That's different. Well, is it though? I mean, just saying. And that would, no, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, right? And man, that would start some fantastic (laughs) fucking fights. And if there is one thing that to this day, like I've mellowed out so much from the time I was a teenager, young adult, 30 something. I have mellowed out so much. Like when people want to start arguments and discussions and fights and shit, I'm just like, eh, you know, just walk away. Religion is still one that will light me up from time to time, depending on the conversation. And typically it's when somebody who is a self-proclaimed Christian wants to talk about how being a Christian makes them so much better than everyone else. And I'm like, wow, that kind of goes completely against the teachings of everything you're claiming to, you know, fucking um, believe in, but that's, that's fine. I like to remind people that as an atheist, um, I don't do shitty things because I don't think doing shitty things is nice or kind or, you know, appropriate. I'm not afraid of going to hell. I'm not trying to get into heaven. I don't believe in either one of them. I do believe in good and evil. I just don't believe that there's places that are, you know, comprised of either or, and that I'm going to go there when I die. Um, I only believe in 12.5% of the Bible. Only 12.5%? Yeah. Why is that? Because I'm an atheist. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Give yourself crickets. Give yourself crickets now. I'm an atheist. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to get some patches that say 12.5%. <laughs> I'm getting a decal on my fucking Jeep that says 12.5%. Just waiting for a motherfucker. The hell does that mean? I'm an atheist. <laughs> You know, it's funny when someone just about strokes out after they say it. <laughs> That's... God damn it, Adam. <laughs> mm. That was so bad. It was funny. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> I got to, I got to, can you put that into decimal? What's the decimal of that? What's the decimal 12.5% duck? 0.125. <laughs> God damn it, Doug. <laughs> just, yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah, math is not that hard. <laughs> it, it really is. It just it changes all the time. There's no consistency with it. It just well, does what it wants all the time. Percentages are all power of ten. All you got to do is move your decimal. That's that's not true, and you know that's not true. You're making this shit up because you're part of the Illuminati. No, he nope. didn't make it up. Thomas Math created it. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Math. Good old Gary Math. That's uh. <laughs> and his wife Wilma. So, what do you want, cat? Yeah. You want to be on the podcast? What do you want to say to the world? That's disgusting. Was it something we can't, about we can't hear that? <laughs> you can't hear that? <laughs> no, we can't air that. Oh, we can't air that. <laughs> we can't hear that. No. I thought you were going to go anchor man and everything. It's like, hey, not in Spanish. <laughs> You just think you can come in here speaking cat? <coughs> Bitch is 18 years old, blind as a bat, arthritic, but she still purrs like a well-tuned lawnmower and that tail never stops. So she's rumbling. She's <laughs> Adam was like when I went camping uh in Ure, he he watched her for me and uh I'd hit him up every now and again and ask how she's doing, and he's like, she's very rumbly. <laughs> I was like, good, good. That's a good sign. So it's it's if she stops rumbling completely, that's a bad sign. So yeah, she's uh she's she's the last of her fucking brood, man. We had three dogs and her at one point. 
she was kind of queen of the mansion and she's the she's the last of them the old bitch that won't die pretty much dude i used to joke that she was going to try to outlive me and now with the Adam and I were discussing because at one point I think she may have had a stroke. Um, when I when she started acting weird, I took her to the emergency vet and they had her for hours. And I think I spent about a thousand dollars on tests. And they said they uh, they found a like a protein or something in her blood that um, indicated like muscle deterioration or something, but not anything. It wasn't so high that you know they were worried about it. Other than that, they're like, she's healthy as a fucking horse, dude. Like her blood, everything came back. She's healthy as a horse. And uh, I'm like, man, she just wouldn't stop throwing up. And she's like being weird. A couple weeks later, I noticed we were doing something and we were by the window and there was a bunch of light coming in and she was staring at me and her eyes were just as big as saucers, you know, and anybody who has a cat knows that most of the time they're just the little, the slit, what, what you'd think. And of then you a, realize she accidentally got into your tabs of acid. <laughs> and then she's never been the same since she ate that. She ate those mushrooms. I was growing in the closet. Um, so yeah, her pupils are, you know, blown out and she just walks into things, chairs, walls, you know, just whatever. And if you move anything, she'll yell at you for 20 minutes about it. And um, yeah, she had just figured out where everything was. Where Everything was. He'd kind of memorized it. Right. Um, so it, it really started to look like she, she may have had a stroke at some point. Um, but she's still ticking, man. It's, it's kind of funny. Um, but I, I think I've said this before and I, I think I'm going to truly put a moratorium on, uh, on pets after she's gone. It's, uh, if you, if you don't have pets, if you've never had pets, I'm not saying don't get one. I'm just saying that like dogs and cats, um, I mean, I guess if you got like a bird or a fish, it'd be different, but you know, dogs and cats, especially, um, they're a lot of work, man. They're a lot of work. And if you're not going to be a piece of shit, they're a lot of responsibility. And as Doug can tell you, it can also be a lot of money, um, depending on what, you know, what goes down. Oh yeah. Uh, so I could have bought a new Harley. <laughs> that's that's what I told people when between between the Shih Tzu and the German Shepherd, I I legit could have bought a Kia. <laughs> so it was like, fuck, dude. Um, yeah, but dogs are cooler. So I don't I don't know, man. I I dig my cat. She's cool as fuck. Um, no, but I mean better than a car. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you were like, hey, I'll give you a new car or this cool dog, well, I'd probably take the car these days, but. <laughs> If somebody were to say, hey, um, your dog can live or I'll give you this new car. First, I'd smack him in the mouth for even, you know, suggesting that. And then I'd be like, dude, I'm going to take my dog, bastard. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's a lot of responsibility. And I see people all the time. I've talked quite a few people out of out of pets. And that would probably come to a surprise as a surprise to some people thinking that, you know, because of how much I like animals and I do, I love animals. And that's the thing is that I don't want to see an animal, a dog or a cat run into a shitty situation, you know, and I've seen it. it. Doug, Doug worked in the field like I did in telecom. And part of our job was to go into people's homes. And I can tell you, I've seen some shitty situations with dogs and cats where they just simply were not taken care of, you know, appropriately. <clears throat> and, and again, I'm sure Doug's got some stories too. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, you know, and and it's it's, it's what was the address? I'm just kidding, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I can neither confirm nor deny whether or not I I've ever called uh, animal services on anybody. So, um, which was not against our corporate policy. So that and uh, child <laughs> you porn. Sound like me now? Technically, <laughs> I can do this. Technically, actually, I can do this. It's, yeah. yeah, there were yeah. a group of chained up pit bulls that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember pit bulls. Honestly, I think pit bulls were probably one of the most abused animals that I saw in the years that I was in the field. And that's exactly what it was. Usually chained up to something. I remember crawling under a trailer one night, walked right into the most beautiful blue nose I've ever seen in my life. And he came crawling out from under and his head was the only thing that had any size to it. Everything else was oh, skin so wrapped sad. around fucking bone dragging a chain. And I sat there on the side, his, his water bowl had dirt a half inch thick in it. And I sat at my, 
work vehicle and I cut open bottles of water and was feeding them to him. And he drank like, I don't know, two, three 20 ounce bottles of that Sam's club magic water that they have. Um, fuck love that stuff. Is that what it's called? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> no, it's, water. it's, it's just their, um, oh, yeah, it's yeah, just like Sam's club Sam's water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam's choice. But dude, it's got electrolytes in it or something. It's got That's what plants crave. crave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, uh, it's really good. But yeah, I fed that dog two or three, uh, two or three bottles of that. And I'm not going to lie, man, there was a moment where I very seriously thought about putting that dog in the work vehicle, taking the chain and tossing it back up under the trailer, thinking it would be a day or two before anyone noticed that, uh, you know, I was going to like cut the collar with my knife and just toss it all up under there. Like he fucking chewed through it. I don't know. These people weren't the brightest. But well, their trailer was surrounded by dogs on chains to, to to trees or boxes or whatever. And all of them, except for this pit bull, were, you know, at the end of their chain trying to get to me the entire time. Um, dirty, malnourished. And I just wanted to set the trailer on fire with the doors locked. <laughs> With the people in it. With the people in it. Yeah. Sorry. I should have. Right. I thought yeah. that was. Yeah. yeah. With the people uh, in it. Just just making sure yeah. that people, people know that, that, you know, <laughs> he wasn't saying he was going to set the dogs on fire. No, no, no. Set. I'd cut them loose. I'd cut them loose right before setting it on fire and listening to fucking uh, Wilma and fucking Edgar, brother, sister, mother, father, husband, wife, whatever the fuck they were. Um yeah, it's it was sad, man. There was a lot of really um Yeah, a lot of really same situation things. with kids too. But oh, absolutely, dude. Jesus you know, Christ. The um but one thing that I learned in the field, I learned a lot of dog behavior and it seems uh, you know, it's like I don't have an official degree or anything, but it seemed like the smaller territory that you gave any dog, the more mm -hmm. defensive they became of that small patch of earth that they had. And that's what was the meanest thing to me about the chained up pit bulls. It's mm -hmm. like you've, you, you've already got a breed that, you know, it, 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 it looks like it does steroids and works out at the gym <laughs> right? in it, in, in its the spare Schwarzenegger time. Dog. And, and then you put it in the shittiest situation that you can uh, give it. Yeah. And, and, and then people act shocked when, when the dog acts mean. Well, it's, that that was, you, yeah. You, you gave it all the ingredients for that. And that was kind of, that was the interesting, I had the same kind of observation and that's why I said that the, the pit bull was probably the number one dog that I saw abused in that fashion, you know, kind of psychologically abused as much, like you said, just a small three, five, six foot chain dirt, you know, and right. And you're taking a dog that's one of the most powerful dogs, I think, as far as like bite and shoulders like PSI, it's like yeah, the yeah. Their PSI is something near yeah. like a fucking crocodile or some shit, yeah. and you're psychologically abusing it, and then something bad happens, and people are like, "The dog, the dog, the dog, dude." I've been around so many pit bulls that were just the biggest, sweetest babies. I personally have never had a uh, experience with one that was negative like that you know, unless, and, and, and even with extenuating circumstances, there were a few that I was like, shit, I ain't going anywhere near that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Over time, my mind's kind of changed on, on that. I used to just like, um, obviously if you mistreat it, it's going to be a fucking raging asshole. But mm -hmm. I think, uh, like I, I saw or something happened in like my hometown and like, I knew that the owners were like good people mm -hmm. and they're, Pitbull just like attack this child. And I mm -hmm. think it's just like the problem is that they're so fucking strong that like when they get confused into yep. being threatened, like yep. you can't fucking stop them. I, that's, they're kind of like Lenny from, uh, of yeah, Mice, Mice and Men. Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. it, it, that is true. Um, cause I've always said the, the angriest dogs that I've ever met in my life were all small, 
chihuahuas, chihuahuas or Boston terriers, yeah. you know, shit like that. And again, I've been into hundreds and hundreds, well, actually thousands of fucking homes over the years. And I got nipped more times by little dogs. And then, you know, the great Danes would come by and look at you like, and then just keep walking. Like they, <laughs> they didn't give a fuck because they knew they could kill you. Um, but I think that's, I honestly think that's why one of the reasons like your pits, Dobermans, uh, German Shepherds, Chows, I think that's one of the reasons those dogs have gotten the bad rap is that they are strong and they are powerful. So when they do something, there's damage done. It's know? like the nuclear power plant that almost never melts down. <laughs> right, exactly. But when we were talking about that, you know, nuclear power is actually pretty fucking safe. But when it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and dogs can be that way as well. It's, you know, it's like if you've got a breed, a pit bull, if you've got a German shepherd, if you've got any of the above, they may be a great dog, but you, you, you have to understand, you know, that dog can be a weapon with a personality. I'm just Absolutely. saying. They're yeah. still a dog, right? I tell people that all the time. I, I, my, my dogs have always been very disciplined, listened very well. I was actually just talking to a friend of mine last night. She is a certified dog trainer and we were discussing, you know, kind of like instinct. She's got a dog that's very well, you know, trained. And we were talking about, I was talking about my dog Parker and about how very obedient he was typically just snap my fingers and he'd stop doing whatever he was doing unless a rodent was involved. If a <laughs> rabbit, jumped, it was 50, 50 as to whether or not I could stop him. Um, eventually he would stop, you know, but, but that wasn't in any, any indicator that my dog wasn't well-trained or disciplined. It's just, you know, there's a fucking He's an animal grained yeah. chunk of brain in there somewhere from 10,000 <laughs> yeah. years ago. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, it is what it is. And, and, and the thing is, is that like, I watched a, uh, I was watching a video. There was one that went around social media and it's this giant pit bull. And then they've got a, on his back on a couch and they've got a newborn fucking newborn baby plopped, like draped over his belly and his chest. And I remember thinking, that's a terrible fucking idea. And not because it was a pit bull, but because it's a dog, a doorbell or a cheese wrapper opens and that fucking kid is getting catapulted. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. That's simple>. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I had a pretty chill dog snap at me when I was a child, uh, very close to my face. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, there it's, that's an animal. I need to stop fucking with it. You know, I've got a, uh, I've got a scar in my throat. You can't really see it, but on the sides of my nose where the, the nose kind of attaches to your cheeks, I've got these lumps and it's where my sister's Doberman, uh, attacked me and it was completely unprovoked. We were just standing there and dude just like punched me in the fucking throat with his teeth. And, uh, but it never changed my opinion on Dobermans. I still love them. I love right. dogs in general, you know? Um, it just, uh, it never really, never really phased me. So because it was that dog, it's just like, you know, some people are fucking assholes. Um, I sometimes wish that we could have people um, restrictions in apartments and certain places. <laughs> that would be nice. That's, that's my platform for 2024. I'm going to have people restrictions. No asshole. You're going to have a 100% discrimination policy at the, uh, Apartment. Absolutely against assholes. <laughs> yeah. No assholes. Discriminate against fucking dick bags. We're gonna no. ask your other apartment uh, neighbor if you were loud. Are you right? Are you a dick bag? You Is your neighbor go. a fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> then vote for me. Play us out.